y'all welcome to something's in the closet podcast um you know the drill we're here and and this is the fourth consistent episode in a row so we're back on track is it actually it sure is already (laughs) really hold up yeah let me look at the list I need to verify that for my own well-being. Once, we okay, have the so we Jersey got, Devil. We yes. have the Torso Killer. We have the Phoenix Lights. And now we have whatever the fuck this is. Oh. <laughs> this one's going to be fun. I can tell you that right now. Ooh. But, it's going to be so much better because it doesn't sound like I'm recording on a potato now. I was going to say, what the fuck happened last time? Was it Sarah? I think it was Sarah. Sarah wasn't even there. <laughs> i i don't know i think it was sarah yeah so we're four consistent episodes (laughs) in and i don't know what the fuck you were saying oh sarah yeah it sounded like i was recording on a potato i don't understand i put in the description that the men in black were trying to silence us um oh it could be that too actually yeah we were talking about aliens did it sound like that when we were recording no, you sounded normal. I thought everything what was fine, fuck? and then you told me. And you know what's funny? It always happens to you. I think the men in black love me, personally. Or they're scared think, of you. I would like that more. The five I two. Would, I'm sorry, five three. Latina yes. rage. <laughs> Give me that one inch, okay? I need that one. <laughs> um, they could be scared of me. I don't know why. But I'm okay with it. But yeah, I don't know. It's Maybe always happening to you. Maybe you're like an alien queen or something, and you just don't know it. I have the mood swings of a fucking alien, so maybe. I have always pictured aliens as being very level-headed and calm and void of any human emotion. I mean, I'm like that when I work, but not like... So you turn off your humanity. Oh my God, she's a vampire. Confirmed. No wonder she drinks whiskey for fun. For fun. Just like Damon Salvatore. I just drink it with my mom for fun. Speaking of my mom, though, I have have news for you that you're going to be happy about. My mother could, yes, she could potentially be coming to visit us. So, Uh and I, I think I told you, I had mentioned that like, to Wyatt, not on here. But I mentioned to Wyatt that, like, if I come visit him, I want us to stay in the Monte Vista. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if my mom's coming. So I was like, well, if my mom's coming, then, like, maybe not because I don't think she'll want to stay there. But she was like, if I go, she'll pay for one night in a normal hotel <laughs> because mm-hmm. she's going to get it for free. And then we'll have one night in the Monte Vista. And we can do an episode in the Monte Vista. As well as, you know, like, do a bunch of spooky shit, maybe make a YouTube video out of it. I don't know, but it'll be fun, and we'll have my mother there with us, so you get more of a Leha's mom. Woo! She's the third co-host of this podcast that only shows up occasionally. Yes, sir. And there's a bar (laughs) right downstairs, so you know that night's going to be great. (laughs) Yeah, so there might be a haunted hotel episode in the future. Whether or not it's with my mom is undecided as of, at this moment. But, but we're going! <laughs> yes, I'm so excited. I really, I can't wait to, I miss the Monte Vista. I remember staying there for the first time being like, woo, this is just cool. Like, it's just a cool hotel to stay in, even if nothing happens. Cutting back in, we were talking about something regarding our student broadcast, which has been cut out and you'll never hear it. Um, But our topic today is about Broadcast news, kind of, kind of. What? Do you want to take any guesses? Oh, my, oh are we already getting into the story? I um, mean, do you have anything else to say? Not really. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, broadcast news. Kind this of broadcast isn't news. like the, the Wisconsin incident or something, right? Is the that what it's is called? The Wisconsin incident. The broadcast that was this dude like hacked into the broadcast and made people. Never mind. I don't know what I'm talking about. I mean, kind of. <laughs> You're not wrong. Actually, we are talking about broadcast interruptions, but like 
the unexplained ones the ones where it was just like i have a whole list oh ghost broadcasts no not there's ghost broadcasts i haven't heard shit about ghost broadcasts yeah just like there's ghost radio stations it's on my list of potential stories ghost radio stations all right well you can do that one next i've heard shit about that (laughs) these are just broadcast interruptions that have happened um i think the furthest one goes back to like the 70s that i have Mm -hmm. um but they are ones that have no explanation they haven't really been solved or like you know anybody has figured out what the fuck they came from one of them has a really weird creepy like conspiracy theory tied to it um but yeah they're just you know fun little broadcast stuff because i am in broadcast and me me and wyatt met through broadcast as well so i was like sure did (laughs) So, I did want to touch on some background, simply because not everybody knows how broadcast television works, essentially. Like, Neither do I, feel I like and people, I'm the one doing the technical shit. Yeah, like, you're actually, it, honestly, same. There's some aspects of it where I'm like, dude, I don't know. All I know is I write stuff, and the lady on screen reads it for me. <laughs> That's about it. No, but broadcast is really, it's not it's not as difficult as people perceive it to be from what I've gathered. Remember how like when we worked for NAZ, we'd always joke about like who the fuck is master control? <laughs> and, like where is master control? <laughs> uh huh. Like it was a running joke that nobody knew who master control was. It was just, where's master control? Mystery. Master control. Are you there? Master control. And then randomly and then we we're here. Like 30 minutes later. Oh, hello. <laughs> and have like no idea where the fuck they are either in the building. Or who like, they are, what they're doing. They I don't know. <laughs> it's just a it random just... person that just like was part of our team that we'd never met. <laughs> this is disembodied voice over yes. our fucking headsets, honestly, every day. <laughs> um, but there are master controls outside of a student setting too. There's also mm-hmm. like... I guess, I don't know how to describe it. I don't know what the proper terminology is. But one way to say it is like, there's, you know, in news, at least, there is the director who's, you know, watching the show go through. There's the master control who's watching the stations as well as other stations. And then there's also someone above master who is kind of like. But they're called master. I know. So I don't know what the fuck those guys are called. (laughs) God. (laughs) God. God control. <laughs> um, there's another person above master who's like, they watch over your station, but they also watch over a bunch of other channels too. Um, I believe it's just within the company that owns the channels though. It's not like mm-hmm. overall. So that's kind of how it works. <laughs> um, now master control, I'm only, mostly just going to touch on them. Master control is in charge of, making sure that everything on TV is going according to plan. Specifically, low-key, one part of their job is to make sure that nothing is airing that should not be airing. This includes, like, people hijacking these things, random, like, you know, um, messages that could appear on screen. Like, sometimes in some cities and counties, there are uh, weather alerts that come on through the screen and stuff. Um, I think think some counties even have amber alerts that come on the tv i don't i don't think we have them here in vegas but sometimes you'll get amber alerts on the tv and they just kind of watch out for those they're also in charge of knowing when the station the news station could be getting a special report and special reports are from the national station basically being saying like hey even if you guys are live on air we're going to cut you off because we have something going on. Um, mm-hmm. They did that for in England. You know, they did it for when the queen died mm-hmm. here in the U S the latest one I can remember is I believe they did it a few times for the Uvalde mass shooting um, when it was happening. And then also the days after as stuff started coming out about what happened. Mm-hmm. So that's typically what their job is. Their job is to look out for that. And that's basically a roundup of how broadcast stations work how live television works it doesn't have to be news necessarily but that's how broadcast works so (laughs) i kind of wanted to mention that too 
Because when shit like this happens, my one thought while I was researching all of this was, damn, how the fuck does master control deal with that shit? Whenever <sighs> something gets interrupted, like that has to be the most stressful thing, especially if it's some spooky ass shit playing on the TV and you have to fix it. Now that you know a little bit about how broadcast news works, it's not just, you know, a bunch of people basically, like, plugging in YouTube videos and saying, here, watch this. That's not how it works at all. There are four kind of incidents. Three of them are incidents. One of them isn't really a broadcast incident. It's more of just like a, we don't know where this came from, but we aired it kind of a thing. (laughs) Um, So... We'll talk about that one first because it's not really that long and it's really short. It's not that really, there's nothing to it, honestly. Like there's no theory, there's a few theories, but there's no like background on like what this even was. So back in the, I believe it started in the 90s. Back in the 90s, news organizations, what they started doing was they started advertising, that sounds bad. They started putting up missing persons. photos and information at the end of their shows so it was like the show wraps up and it would end with hey this child or this person has been missing in this area um here's their name if you know anything call this number and it had information about them so it had like their age their height their weight their everything so you could you know help find them of course so before i get into it though have you ever heard of joanna lopez no Okay, so... I'm going to go with no. You're going to go with no? <laughs> okay, so I'm going to read this to you, and then I'll show you what this interruption looked like. So on January 14th, 1989, on the NBC television affiliate WMAQ in Chicago, right after the channel signed off for the early morning... A missing person poster was shown for the rest of the morning until the channel signed on again. The image shown on the missing person poster was that of a person with the name Joanna Lopez. The quality of the image is so low that it is very hard to make out the face and the known details of Joanna Lopez's appearance. Along with the image of Joanna Lopez, there was a white ribbon design on the left-hand side of the screen with the text missing and the text call 312-744-5594, and it was right below Joanna's name. Beside these details, there is no audio accompanying the missing child poster or any details about her disappearance and other important information like her age or her height. The WMAQ channel also showed the same poster after signing off in 1991, where it shows it for about 10 seconds, my phone died, 10 seconds before switching to color bars and a tone. The quality of the image in this version was slightly higher than the 1989 version, but it's still the same crappy image. Um, So this poster showed up on the screen for the same channel? Once in 1989, yeah, two years apart. And it was like the same exact poster, but just like the 1991 version was a little bit better, but you still cannot tell who the fuck it is. What the fuck? Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So the missing person poster after sign off might be one of the most mysterious potential missing persons cases on the internet due to the sheer lack of any information relating to the individual's disappearance and the organization. Is it a missing persons case though? Technically, is, it, is she missing see, or is this just like thing. a no meme? One, no, no one knows who she is. Like this actually, there were no memes in 1990. <laughs> That's a lie because Black Eyed Kids started in the 90s and they're a meme. It doesn't. Now. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> they're fucking terrifying. Don't call them a meme. They're going to fucking turn up to both of our houses and try to kill us now. You've already got the fucking black uh, suit. The what the fuck are they called? You already the got the black. men in black on your ass. <laughs> so this missing person's poster about you can't read any fucking information but her name and the phone number to call. Yes. Okay. So the- I can show it to you so you can see. So here oh, okay. is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll send it to you. So here is the um, 1989 version. 
yeah you need to go to like you need to like skip to like 6 30 and watch from there on oh my god it's like the whole broadcast oh, dude. Yeah. you gotta like skip to like closer to the end skip to like 6 30 that's first of all a horrifying picture it looks like an alien yeah okay it's, try to describe what you see try to describe the person you're <laughs> trying to look at right now <laughs> well okay this whole thing just looks fake to me like i don't think an actual news station would format this this way mm. unless i'm wrong it looks very tacky almost like someone made this in canva but i know canva didn't exist <laughs> in the 80s <laughs> um, I didn't canva back then, i'm sorry there's um okay so it's black and gray are the only colors present it's a black screen there's this gray banner going across diagonal um from the like center left to the top right almost and it says the word missing there's this picture that honestly it looks like a man wearing goggles with short hair they appear to be i want i'm gonna say latino but i see the oh the last name um lopez so that could be influencing me but um yeah it looks like a, a man wearing goggles with like curly maybe hair and there's like no color behind them it has the name joanna lopez and then a phone number to call but I don't yeah again it doesn't look very official it looks like something someone could make at home well i just sent you one of like what they actually look like like what they were supposed to look like and they look okay. nowhere near completely yeah you see what i'm completely different okay yeah so this yeah. is something that they would do back then to you know raise awareness for children or people going missing and stuff they don't really they don't do it at all anymore but this was normal back then so this is what it would actually look like so describe what you're seeing in the actual one act, yeah unquote, so actual. this one this one does look a lot more official there's even the cbs logo on it um it says missing and a little banner but it's a lot smaller and it's bright red there's a picture of a little girl you can actually see what she looks like it has her name her age the color of her hair her height how much she weighs where she was last seen and an actual 800 phone number to call um this definitely seems like a lot more useful whereas the other one just kind of looked like I said, something homemade, almost like what a kid would make if they were trying to, like, make a horror movie or something. Yeah. So, this did air, and it was real. A lot of people saw it, and a lot of people had, um, you know, questions about it. They were just like, what the fuck? And this has actually recently, um come into like light with the internet and stuff it's really big on reddit there's like a whole thing dedicated to trying to solve this mystery and figure out who joanna lopez is is she actually a missing person or like you know whatever so one thing that i looked into that i haven't told you yet was um wmaq had never actually broadcasted missing persons posters like this like ever oh. really um and it's like not in their archives that they ever did that this was only a thing that a few stations did but for some reason mm -hmm. this popped up on their feed and like i said the 1989 one that was up on their screens until their next broadcast like that was up for probably hours wow okay yeah and to this day there is nothing known people try doing um you know trying to like look her up does someone with this name exist and there probably is someone who does but it's not yeah, a missing person the from back then lopez <laughs> anyway so yeah so people didn't find anything um there is a theory that this could potentially be a hoax or some kind of prank um, people are really hoping that that's that. true. Yeah, but it's just really weird that back then, like, this just sort of popped up and nobody really knows why. No one knows anything. In all honesty, 
it could have been some production person deciding to fuck around one day and had this horrible you know, picture of someone that they knew. We do be getting bored. Um, we get so bored. We get so bored. All of the wee jokes. <laughs> you might as well just throw in a random thing in the broadcast and just leave it up. Yeah, might as well start an internet mystery 20 years ahead of the internet, you know? <laughs> it was supposed to be a different full page. Some graphics person was just fucking around for fun and accidentally got a broadcasted. It could have been someone in the control room and fucking not around. a pirated broadcast. Who knows? Well, I don't think anyone thinks it was pirated. I think the only issue is that why was it on screen for so fucking long? Only in the 1991 was it up for like 10 seconds and then someone swapped it. It was gone. Master Control was taking a nap. They could have been. Master Control, which by the way, Master Control, they watch the screens all day. Um, And when they're not watching the screens, there's that other control person, the one we don't know what their name is, but we're dubbing them god control i don't know from they're far away i don't know where they are those are i have solved the mystery of who master control is atlantis. i have not solved the mystery <laughs> probably atlantis. they're in atlantis <laughs> they their name is milo finch and milo <laughs> they are adorable <laughs> but they control uh, all they probably do but yeah so that's Joanna Lopez. We don't know if it was an interruption, if it was intentional. The fact that the station never done, never did that before and never has since then is kind mm-hmm. of the weird thing where it's like, okay, well, if they never did it before, why did they have that one? Um, yeah, no one knows who she is. People are still trying to solve a mystery and they have gone nowhere because this happened, what, 30, over 30 years ago? About 30 years ago? Okay. This isn't like um, the Mr. Bear or like the Crystal Cove thing, right? No, it's not. I thought so too. Because those were proven to be hoaxes, right? They weren't hoaxes. They were just made by this guy. Like this guy purposely made them. So I don't... Is that considered a hoax if you purposely make it to like spook people or is it actually just horror? I don't know. But did they actually get broadcasted? The Dark Crypt... The... Crystal Cove and the Mr. Bear stuff. No. It was actually broadcasted, right? No? Oh, no, it was a recreation it and it was a creepy It pasta. was a recreation. It was never actually brought to my knowledge, it never was. It's like Local 58. Like some people thought Local 58 was real. Local 58 mm-hmm. isn't real. For those who don't know, Local 58 is a YouTube series um, that has to do, we can do a whole video on that one, to be honest, because I love it. Um, it's a whole thing about this broadcast station and it always gets interrupted by this weird shit and it's like this thing where it's like look at the moon or the moon's gonna kill you really creepy but it's done by the same guy who made candle cove and i believe he made mr bear too that's what it is yeah oddly enough candle cove actually is real now and you can watch it it's a shutter original (gasps) yeah so yeah it's like his own like it's his own like art pieces like it's his own creation so i don't really know if you could consider that a hoax because it's like he made it to scare people and it worked perhaps a little too well but it worked okay so not a hoax actual broadcast not a creepypasta not an art project actual broadcast actual broadcast no idea why no idea who it is some you know people she's been dubbed the missing person who never existed because we don't know if she actually exists which is kind of sad hopefully no one named joanna parker oh wait joanna who the fuck is joanna parker who the fuck is joanna parker joanna lopez who, the, who is Joanna Parker? And why did her name just come so easily to my mind? Joanna Parker? <laughs> oh, Joanna Parker is a... <laughs> She's a Halloween artist. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, hopefully no one named Joanna Lopez goes disappearing. Yeah, hopefully not. But... That is all I got on Joanna Lopez. There's really nothing. It's just a really interesting case where it's like, damn, 
we don't know if she was actually missing if she wasn't actually if she was an actual missing person it's really sad because nobody even knows who she is which is it's just it's really depressing but yeah anyway our second one is known oh, as there's the more. Hoboken. Good. There's more. I got more shit, dude. So the second one is known as the Hoboken train incident. The what? The Hoboken train incident. Hoboken. Hoboken. I think it's, it's a what? place in New Jersey. Oh, uh, it would be. <laughs> That's what my mom said too. <laughs> she was like, "Yeah." <laughs> That checks out. <laughs> no offense to our East Coast fans. Y'all have some weird ass names over there. Um, <laughs> anyway, so here's some background first. So if you aren't aware of the incident, on September 29th, 2016, a train entered the Hoboken station at more than double the speed limit, causing a crash that Ooh. killed one and injured a hundred. <sighs> this alone with some details... However, in the days prior to WKTV's new station was hijacked by an emergency broadcast system. And all that it said was, Civil authorities have issued a hazardous materials warning for the United States effective until September 29th, 2.16 a.m. Eastern uh, EDT. Which one's that one? I don't know what that one is. EDT. Eastern something. Eastern Daylight Time. Eastern Daylight Time? Okay. Eastern Daylight Time. Would you, could you, on a train, wait for further instructions? So that's what the little... So we talked about how sometimes there'll be broadcast interruptions where, like, it's with the weather service and it'll be a red banner that shows up at the top of your screen and it'll say, you know, like, oh, flash flooding, flash flood warning in your area. We get those in Vegas a lot. Or sometimes there's an amber alert, amber alert for so-and-so, so-and-so. And it's just this banner that goes across your screen. So this one came up and it just said, would you, could you on a train wait for further instructions? This was the 29th at 2.16 a.m. And the crash happened later that day. (gasps) (laughs) So people were like, hey, wait a minute. (laughs) So needless to say, this hijacked broadcast airing just before a train accident is strange, but it gets a bit weirder. So the engineer was from eyewitness accounts, well-rested. He was attentive when he began his shift. But following the incident, the reason given for the crash was sleep apnea, which is strange given he had already been screened for it as a part of the hiring process, which isn't to Wait. say in his 18 years of operation. So Was he suffocated? No, they said that sleep apnea... Sleep apnea is when you, like, just fall asleep, stop. isn't it? No, sleep apnea is when you stop breathing when you're sleeping. Oh, this is true. Are you talking about narcolepsy? No, it's not narcolepsy. The the stuff that I was getting was said that it was due to sleep apnea. Maybe there's a side effect of sleep apnea? I don't know. My mom has sleep apnea. She don't be falling asleep randomly. (laughs) She just can't breathe when she asleep sometimes. I don't know, but the reason for the crash was, quote, sleep apnea, unless someone fucked up. It could what have. the fuck? <laughs> um, hold on. No, I'm not letting this go. I have to Google. I Give don't know. Is, dude, is this, hold on. Let me let me find an article. I saw an article earlier. Okay. Sleep apnea can include daytime fatigue. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, and because during found, the night you can't sleep very well. Yeah. In this article I found it said... Federal safety investigators said the September 2016 fatal train crash at Hoboken Terminal was most likely caused by the engineer's fatigue due to undiagnosed obstructive sleep apnea. Yeah, so he keeps waking up in the middle of the night and he's not getting restful sleep. So he passed out, not because directly of sleep apnea, just because he was exhausted. Got it. That makes more sense. (laughs) But in his 18 years of operation... He, like, had never really developed it. He got screened for it constantly because that's what they got to do for these kinds of jobs. Never had it. Well, did um, he gain looking, weight? Like... I mean, I'm, I don't know. Listen, I don't have this man's, like, health records. I don't know why I'm so fixated on the sleep <laughs> so apnea, but I am. <laughs> this, is, this isn't even about the crash, my guy. This is about the fact that there was a broadcast interruption before the crash. I know, but I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... 
There were three more trail derailments with very similar circumstances. And this is sort of like inching and this is basically the conspiracy theory of it that started because of the broadcast interruption. So one incident was in 2013 in Spiritin Deauville in the Bronx borough. What differs is this situation is that the operator William Rockefeller, who had been an operator 15 years, claims that he felt hypnotized or in a daze just before the incident struck. And this one, the train was traveling at a curve, double the speed limit, which was about 80 in a 30 mile per hour zone, and it derailed, causing four casualties. And once again, this operator was reported to be attentive, alert at the start of the day, and the train derailed at 7.19 a.m. The medical examination concluded that sleep apnea was once again the cause of this disaster in 2013. And there is evidence that seconds before the crash, the crash, the brakes were deployed to no avail, just like the operator in Hoboken. Rockefeller said he had no memory of the events preceding the crash. And then in May 12, 2015, in Philadelphia, another train derailed, killing eight and injuring over 200. In this case, the running theory is that operator Brandon Bostian became distracted by a radio transmission, stating that a train window had been hit by a rock. Despite cameras around the train that had been hit by a rock, the thrower was never found. Once again, the operator had no recollection of events. Beginning to accelerate 60 seconds before the crash, the train derailed going double the speed limit and Bostian cannot recall the events due to a concussion. The brakes were once again deployed seconds before the crash but didn't actually work. The most recent and final incident was in January of 2017 when a train crashed into a station in Brooklyn in a manner very similar to the Hoboken incident. The details of this incident are harder to find, and the engineer was not named. However, um, the train began accelerating as it reached the station and crashed at twice the speed limit. So there's all these trains that are coming into the station when they're supposed to be slowing down, and they're going twice the speed limit, and that causes the crash, and the brakes don't work. And that's happened about three times that we know of. It's just the Hoboken one had this broadcast interruption, which... I'll read it again, said, would you, could you, on a train, wait for further instructions. And one person was distracted by a radio broadcast and another one? Yeah, it said that a rock had been thrown, but they don't see who threw the rock. It's like the rock just, the rock just kind of got chucked at it. I think it probably could have been from the train, like, traveling and the rock, like, you know. Yeah. Physics or some shit. What about this has nothing to do with the broadcasts and it's a ghost on these train tracks making I mean, maybe. the men develop sleep apnea randomly and then making killing them. Making the men develop sleep apnea? Why sleep apnea specifically though? The, I don't know, but there was two, right, that had sleep apnea? Yeah, two Not of them one, were right? diagnosed with sleep apnea. <laughs> out of Can you how imagine? many? Four? Out of three so far. Three. Oh my god. <laughs> Could you That's imagine? more than half. No, but could you imagine being like a healthy individual, a little like train, train engineer, you know, living your best life. You cause, supposedly cause an accident and then people are like, you have sleep apnea. And you're just like, well, shit. Like that sucks. Especially because they said that they were screened for it and they never saw it in their system before the fact. And then all of a sudden they have it. I'm not saying it's a cover-up, but, but, I don't know, something was the going men on in black. with it. Nobody, the men in black are causing train accidents now? Shit, dude. They're creating sleep apnea. They can move a coin between dimensions and planes of existence. Why not be able to force you to stop being able to breathe <laughs> when you're sleeping, you know? There is, though, a theory that, like, the trains are somehow being hacked and manipulated outside of the conductor's control. Are the computer... So, like, Ran. I thought it was just like mechanical, like you pull this lever. Uh, no. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know how trains work, but somebody mentioned that, and I was like, I guess. I don't know how trains work now. I still thought they ran on like coal and shit. Uh, uh no, they don't. we're past that. Yeah, we're way past that. You know what they like run on now, head. though? What? Hot, 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 hot chocolate. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> the Polar Express Tom Hanks Tom Hanks has sleep apnea He's gonna crash his train at 2 in the morning Going into New Jersey Call the police 
<laughs> the Polar Express is so They're gonna kill all the elves! Dude, they're already dead! It's you a see clue! They're trying that to take over Santa Claus! <laughs> Shut up, they're already dead! Their fucking eyes in that animation, they look soulless! <laughs> There's nothing behind their eyes in that entire Where's the movie. hot chocolate? Stat! I need it! Tom Hanks <laughs> is passing out! We need to keep him awake! Spill the hot chocolate in his lap! I'm literally just gonna imagine trains running on hot chocolate now because of your dumbass. You're welcome. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's the Hoboken train incident. It doesn't really have to deal with the whole, like, broadcast interruption, but there is that one broadcast banner that came up. And pe- nobody knows where it came from. There's no... That's another thing. Like, news stations were just like, um... Well, <laughs> they couldn't really stop it. They don't know where it came from. And, like, the first line of it is super weird. It just said have issued a hazardous materials warning for the United States effective until September 29th. What the hell is a hazardous materials warning for the whole country? A nuke. Is that what that means? I don't know. It's radioactive. It's hazardous material. And if it's going to affect the whole country, maybe it's an atomic bomb. Maybe. But just would you, could you on a train? after and there was like periods it was like would you period could you period on a train question mark maybe the train was carrying radioactive material and um the conductor realized it and then sacrificed himself and the train to and save that one person people. i maybe who knows maybe it was a smuggling thing oh oh it could have been a smuggling thing All right, no sleep idea. apnea, hot chocolate, Tom Hanks. I got it. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Um, this one, I think this one is the one that you were thinking of when you said Wisconsin earlier. I don't know why you mm-hmm. said Wisconsin, but this is the Max Headroom incident. Does that sound familiar? No. Okay, this is gonna be the fun. Answer the answer will always be no. The video is fucking terrifying, so you're gonna have Ooh. a great time with this one. I get to watch something. Oh my god! I get to watch something. I'm gonna tell you the story first. Okay. Okay. So, November twenty second, nineteen eighty seven. WGN's evening news is interrupted by a strange twenty five second video. In it, a man dressed as Max Headroom, who was a British video DJ popular at the time, he just kind of swayed around and was weird in a purposefully grainy video. Like, he just kind of danced around back and forth, swung his head back and forth. It was really, really creepy. And he was wearing, it was like a mask. It was a mask of Max Headroom. Who the fuck is that? So later that day, Max Headroom, I just said he was like a DJ that was popular in England. And he had a he had a mask like he no, was famous. No, it wasn't enough. him. It was a mask of him. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. famous enough to have a mask. Like, I guess so. Or someone made a mask of him. What? Yeah. That feels like someone just guessed. Someone just guessed. Like no, that kind of looks like that one dude. No, because he was like no to. He was like no, you'll see. You'll see why you know, he was probably. Anyway, we'll just wait. I don't believe that. Later that day, a broadcast of Doctor Who's Horror of Fang Rock was interrupted by an even longer broadcast. How dare they interrupt (laughs) the Doctor? I would be so pissed. I love Doctor Who. David Tennant and Matt Smith could get it. Thank you. How dare he? When was this? This was in 1987. Oh, so it was an old doctor. Never mind. Never mind. Continue. <laughs> interrupt away. <laughs> no, but could you imagine all those British people watching their TVs and being like, hey, what the fuck? I'm trying to watch Doctor Who. And there was no DVR back then. If you missed the episode, you fucking missed it. Oh, like they, my they, God. They missed, like, this broadcast, this second one went on for 90 seconds. They missed a minute and a half <gasps> of their fucking TV show. What if someone died during that TV show? A you minute just come and back a and half. A minute and a half. That's two pages of a script. Is it actually? Yes. A script Damn. is about one minute. 
Or a page in a script is one minute. They missed two pages of a script because of this wow. motherfucker. Wow. Anyway, we're not done yet. <laughs> I'm upset um, about the Doctor Who fiasco. That, that's what <laughs> I'm mad at. <laughs> so he mocked the WGN nerds, is what he called them. He mocked Pepsi and Coca-Cola. He sang the theme song to some obscure cartoon called Clutch Cargo. He put a dildo on his middle finger and flipped everyone off. And most uh, famously, he got his bare ass spanked by a woman and a French maid holding a fucking fly swatter. <laughs> <laughs> and this all happened within one minute and 30 yeah. seconds there was like a whole bunch of weird shit like you can't tell what's really happening because of how fucking grainy it is I never saw the dildo part um, I think they cut that out on YouTube because you know Damn. anyway <laughs> um, but apparently there hadn't been any engineers on duty during the second hack to shut it off in the time so by the time people at the Sears Tower figured out what was going on it was over Sears Sears I thought this took place in England is this happening in America or England uh, WGN hold on I always thought it was in England maybe I'm wrong I don't know. I just imagine British people watching Doctor Who. Well, uh, we stream Doctor Who. God damn it, Aleha. <laughs> it's like, why is he um, talking about Coca-Cola and Pepsi? Coca-Cola and Pepsi existed in England in the 80s, you dumbass. I know, but they were still an American company. No, yeah, but they still existed in England. <laughs> yeah. It's not like England was shut off from the whole world until the <laughs> fucking right. 2000s. Because they own all of us. They colonized us. Lizzie the Lizard, she did her job. Lizzie the Lizard did her job. Rest in peace. She's being buried on Monday. You colonize her <laughs> ass, bitch. Damn. <laughs> we're going to hell. You think she's not, she's not actually dead? No, she slivered into a new skin suit, like I said. Oh my god, what if she's in Camilla's skin suit? That woman never talks. Maybe it's just a droid. It probably is, because what kind of a fucking woman would enjoy hearing her husband tell her he wishes he was her tampon? Which, if you're just out learning, uh, yeah, the king, the king of England, King Charles. Sent me that. I'm not done. The king of England, King Charles. There are actual voicemails. I just found this out this week. My mom knew about them because she was like, "It scarred our whole generation." I'm like, "Well, it's scarring a whole nother one." There are voicemails between King Charles and Camilla, where they're like dirty talking on the phone, and. <laughs> He tells her that he wishes she he was her tampon because <laughs> it's disgusting. And you know what's worse about it is like you would think that like even though they speak so formally in public, that in private with those kinds of conversations they might lighten up a bit. No, they sound perfectly formal still. <laughs> Camilla, I wish I was your tampon. That's exactly <laughs> so what they sounded like. Of you. <laughs> anyway there's that fact of the day king charles wishes he was his queen's tampon wow oh my anyway. god we have a new queen of england i didn't even think about that technically she's not she's the queen consort i refuse to call her queen it should have been diana but, you know, charles but she was murdered diana, by lizzie so. so this is true actually i think she was murdered by charles not so much lizzie you know, Lizzie and Charles are the same entity. She slivers in and out between skin suits, so... How did we end up on the Queen of England again? I don't know, <laughs> but this will happen for the, the next few episodes, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> she is a huge part of American uh, culture right now. <laughs> oh, meme culture. That doesn't make meme culture, that's what I mean. It doesn't make any sense unless you're in America <laughs> to know what the fuck is going on. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, so no one know. anyway, back on topic, we were talking about the Max Headroom incident, no one knows <laughs> where this dude came from, who he is, um, he's in Chicago, probably, he has to be Chicago, within a radius, I'm assuming, yeah, no one knows why he did this, and no one's been able to find who this guy was, even after 35 years, I know why he did it, of- why do you, why do you do it? 
he's an exhibitionist. Oh, I could see that. Totally an exhibitionist, and that's why he did this. That could be it. Or, or, I have these other theories. Hear me out, okay? (laughs) One of the most popular theories is that Eric Forner, the man behind Shay St. John, might have also been behind Max Headroom. Do you know who Shay St. John is? No. What, What is that? Okay, hold on. Let me... I feel like I know, but I want to double check. Oh, let me send you this. So you, if you don't know who this is, we're going to have to watch this like 15 minute. Do you do you know top 15 chills on YouTube, Burger King foot lettuce? And 13, Burger King foot lettuce. <laughs> no, but I know his voice. Okay. This is who Shay St. John is. I just sent you a screenshot of Google because I was like, I'm pretty sure that's who it is. Um, okay, I'm opening it. Oh, that's very disturbing. It's yeah. like a very feminine like latex mask that has... I don't know if the, ma- the hair is attached to the mask or not but it kind of looks like a mullet in some pictures and others it's like very flowy like an 80s hairband and there's also a mustache on it yeah so Shay St. John I'm reading this straight from Google Shay St. John is a fictional character in Art Project who appears in a series of surrealist campy short films St. John was created by Eric Fournier and was described with a backstory claiming she was a supermodel disfigured in a train accident who rebuilt her body with a collection of mannequin parts Mm. And they're fucking terrifying. Okay. But that's it. So people think that, like, it had a very same um, similarities to his quote-unquote art style. So people think that he was behind the Max Headroom incident. But other people have pointed fingers to the hacker community that was very big in Chicago at the time. Um, So there are, like, claims that some people, like, heard people talking about the incident at parties and saying that they were behind it and stuff like that. Um, But there's no real, like, oh, so-and-so did this. They have the mask. They have this. They have this and all of this of, like, from the incident to prove that they did it. Um, It just happened once really quick. And then there was the 90-second one. And now it's known as the Max Hedrum incident. And it's very fucking creepy. So... I'm going to text you the video and you can describe okay. what you're looking at. Alright. Is there audio? Oh yes, obviously. Yeah, there are, there's audio, so you're gonna want to listen to this. Alright. Alright, everyone, are you ready? Let's do this. Um oh, yep, this is exactly what I was talking about. Is it? Yep. So it's a Republican. So it's a Republican. Yeah, this makes no sense. There's some weird distorted effects going on. This man's wearing a mask and a suit. Uh, Is he gnawing on a dildo? He's saying your love is fading. Yeah, he's humming some sort of weird song. There's a lot of, like, the camera's either moving or there's a distortion effect going on. And there's definitely a distortion effect on his voice. He's saying someone's coming to get... Oh, his bare ass is being slapped by a fly swatter. Don't do it. No. <laughs> um, now it's black screen. Oh, and it's back to Doctor Who. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would be very upset if that interrupted my Doctor Who program because that <laughs> that barely made any sense. No, there it's and it's so like creepy looking too. Well, I feel like he was trying so hard to be either mysterious, scary, or cool, or whatever that it made me just understand that he was bullied in high school. <laughs> How'd you go 
fucking conclusion. Because he's a fucking nerd and he's a Republican. Wait, what made him a Republican? That he was complaining about the fucking liberals. Oh, I forgot <laughs> about that part. Yeah. Okay, yeah, he's I guess just he a was little a 4chan troll. He didn't have 4chan <laughs> yet, so he was like, existed. let me hack the the broadcasts of Doctor Who, <laughs> which he probably watched. But why would you do that if you're watching it? Because now you missed a whole chunk of your new episode. Or he became a part of it forever immortalized in the Doctor That's Who universe. Point. He's now canon. Can Max Hedrum is canon in the Doctor Who universe. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. There's there's nothing else on that. No one knows why the fuck it happened. There's been no leads. Police tried to figure it out. Nothing. The station knows nothing. There is nothing. It was just hijacked and that was it. Why did That's all of this all happen in Chicago? There's some shit going down in Chicago. I will say <laughs> that. I don't know what it is, but am I going to Chicago? No, I'm going to Detroit. Two different areas. I'm going to Detroit. That's one's, one's Michigan. Yeah. Chicago is Illinois. Illinois, yeah. <laughs> I know my states. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's it. Do you have any questions on that one? Because I have a lot. They're not going to get answered, though. Um, I also just want to know why the fuck he chose that mask and a suit and... Was there a script? Was there a plan? Was this last minute? Because if it was planned, homie, you're an idiot. This was That's definitely the best. Planned. And also, when the fuck did he talk about Coke or Pepsi? I saw the dildo, but he was like messing with the Coke and Pepsi can. Maybe it wasn't in that clip, but I think uh, that one was the longer one. There was a shorter one where he started to talk about it, and then he got cut off. I. Do you have anything else for me? I don't want to. I don't, no comment. <laughs> I have one last one. Um, very quick, very brief, because there's nothing on it. Um, so apparently, we were potentially visited by some unknown alien species back in 1977. So there's a southern television broadcast interruption that occurred in the United Kingdom. Everything was broadcasting as normal when suddenly things went haywire and a voice started speaking saying that he was a representative of an intergalactic association that Andrew had come Cold. to deliver <laughs> It's not Andrew Cold. <sighs> He'd come to deliver a message to Earth. The voice said that quote all of our weapons of evil had to be removed, and we only had a short time to live in peace. The transmission lasted for six minutes. Most people believe this is a hoax, but due to the fact that there was a cult that was never discovered, who's to say it wasn't really an alien trying to get us to be a little bit more peaceful? But yeah, the whole thing was like, there's, um, it basically said, you know, you only have this much long to live, or from an intergalactic association, and it, I can't remember if it had text or not, let me find it. I think it had text on the screen reading everything that it was saying. It was a very creepy voice. Andrew Cold, that was his final message. He was really pissed off this at us. This was in 1977, and... though. <sighs> and Andrew Cold was in 1966 to 1967. Maybe he was just angry and came back a decade later. Yeah, there's no video on it, so nobody actually was able to record it because it was 1977. Um, there are videos that, like, tried to remake it, but they're not that good, so I'm not even going to bother showing you them. But, yeah, it was just a voice that said, from the Galactic Association or whatever, and um, be peaceful or else, and that was it. And What? Be peaceful be, or else. Oh, be peaceful. That's a very threatening message calling for peace. Honestly, yeah, a little bit, especially when you're just like, you're like, well, shit. Like, I'm just trying to vibe, and now I got this creepy ass fucking guy 
telling me about how, you know, if we're not peaceful, apparently this intergalactic association is gonna just, you know, fuck our shit up, which they probably are. I think that's how we got COVID. This is in 1977. Well, yeah, he said we had a short time. A short time could be 10 minutes, but it could also be 40 40 years years. in the grand scheme of things. (sighs) Yeah, it could be. He's a fucking alien. Who knows? But yeah, there's nothing known on that one. It just happened in the 70s and people were like, okay, what about their day? Why don't we have cool shit like this anymore? Like, what do you mean? Like, why doesn't freaky shit like this happen now? You know? <laughs> I think it No does. one's going to interrupt my Netflix streaming. <laughs> That's what I was going to say, dude. I was going to say, like, nobody watches live TV anymore. So I feel like the, like... Says the woman who works in live TV. <laughs> Listen, I know very well where my place is. <laughs> I know my position in society. Nobody really fucking watches TV. We all watch streaming platforms now. Everybody knows it. It's not, you know, this myth. It could be happening and then no, but just nobody knows how to keep track of it or even see it because not everyone watches the TV. So now we just have no idea. It's just happening. Wow. How boring. Hackers have to like get better. Hackers have to really up their shit, dude. I guess hacking live broadcasts isn't enough anymore. Nope. Hack the Netflix streaming. Hack Netflix yeah. to give everyone free Netflix. It'll be very well known. Oh, but yeah, and there's there's quite a few others. I heard of one, um I believe it happened with the BTK killer. There's a BTK Stranglers between 1974 and 1991. He killed 10 people in Wichita and Park City, Kansas, and he sent taunting letters to police and media outlets describing the details of his crimes. Um, but yeah, there was a time where they believed subliminal messages could potentially work in capturing him for some reason. So they would like air random subliminal messages on their stations. And it was really fucking what weird because fuck? nobody knew what it was. Um, but yeah, really freaky. Isn't the whole point of subliminal messaging to not be conspicuous? So shouldn't no one have noticed that they were playing? I think only a few people noticed. Hold on, I got a video. Let me watch this real quick. I want to see because I haven't actually watched it. I've only heard of it. We're unpacking this now. Has the- I'm angry uncontrollable desire to kill at times. What kind of leads do you have? Very honestly, we have no solid leads at all. Using TV, the chief tried to snare BTK, a strange experiment. Subliminal imaging. The subliminal image was one or two frames that was spliced into videotape. And in it, it contained a couple of words what the psychological impact of that we hoped was that that image would be burned in the BTK's brain. Oh, so they just basically put two images in it like in one frame of the show to try to see if maybe he was watching it it would somehow get to him for some reason. Okay. Yeah, that was just another one I heard about. Didn't look into it at all, so... If you want any info on that, I have done. Is that it? That's all you have for us? Yeah. That's all I got for you. Those were the most notable ones. There are a few other tiny ones. There's radio ones that I looked into, too. So there's also radio stations that have gotten hacked. Those are fun. I am most interested in the first one. I want to know who Joanna Lopez is. Why is she missing? Is she a meme? What's going on? Why was she she a man wearing goggles? I mean, I don't have any other theories. There are no theories. It's just these incidents happened and nobody knows what the fuck they were. Especially the Max Hedrum one. Nobody knows what the fuck that was. That's just trippy. 
How dare he interrupt Doctor Who? That's that's all I have to say about him. That's still what you said about you, the Doctor Who. Alright, well, um, that's episode four that we're back, and it's episode 25. Yay! I don't know. Uh, don't forget to check your oh, local no, news broadcast for Joanna Parker. I mean, god damn it! <laughs> Why do you keep saying Joanna Parker? Don't forget to check your local news broadcast for Joanna Lopez.